Hello, and welcome to the Phil and Social Podcast. The following content represents John's theories, questions, jokes, and ideas, and are solely his own. They do not reflect on any corporation, business, or entity. If you choose to, listen on, and please enjoy the Phil and Social Podcast. Welcome to the Phil and Social Podcast, featuring ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And speaking of ordinary people, here's your host, John Cheryl. Hey everybody, it's your old pal John back for the 15th episode of my little podcast called Phil and Social. Today's guest, like all guests before, another great example of interesting people all around us doing interesting things. This guest is particularly impactful in our community. Um, I want to introduce my new bestest buddy and one of the most patient people I've met in a while, and I'll tell you why in a second, Sally Benley. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am great. Thank you. Sally uh, is the founder of School on Wheels, which obviously we'll get into some details on that in year 17. Is that right? Year 17. Congrats on that. Now, Sally, before we start, let's just go ahead and just acknowledge right out of the gate what happened last week between us. Yes. Okay? (laughs) One of the more embarrassing moments, and I don't embarrass easily. Right. But this is one of the more embarrassing things that's happened to me lately. Now, you're a busy woman. You're running a great organization here. You're a mom. You're a wife. You're a friend. You don't have time for boneheads like me (laughs) to suck 90 minutes out of your day, right? But you made time, and I thought we had a delightful conversation. We did. And an informative one. Yes. And I went back to load up the podcast, and guess who didn't hit the save button? That was That was me. (laughs) So let me just apologize, number one, and thank you for doing the second recording of this. Do you forgive me? I absolutely forgive you. Before you absolutely forgive me, do you mind if I quickly share? I had a thought last week that was terrible, and I want to confess this to you okay. publicly okay. for all 13 listeners. I am not a pastor. When I, <laughs> when I realized that I had not saved this, and I exhaustively tried to recover it and failed, right? Right. I had this thought. This thought went through my head for longer than it should have. Okay. Instead of calling you and manning up and telling you what I had done, yes. I had a thought of I'm just gonna I'm gonna ghost Sally Benley. <laughs> I'm gonna and when she emails me in a couple weeks and she says, Hey, what happened to that podcast? I'm gonna ignore that email and I'm just gonna hope I don't bump into you around town. I had that thought because I was so humiliated. That is silly. It I, isn't is it? Silly. Isn't that? But isn't that a terrible thought? It, it's just a great opportunity for us to spend more time together, John. You're, you're way too nice. Obviously, I never would do that. Right. But we have these thoughts. And as I humans. know I know how to find you. <laughs> so you could run, but you can't. There's hide. no way I could have done that. <laughs> but so thank you for having me back. And I will promise, we just practiced on how to save this right. just to make sure. Yep. If it doesn't work today, we're done. I took notes All so right. I can help you out. My goodness. Okay, Sally. So thanks again for joining us. School on Wheels is your organization. But let's start with your background. Tell sure. me, uh, you know, you're, you're local, right? Tell right. me where you grew up, a little bit about your childhood, about your family. So grew up in Indianapolis. Yep. Um, born in Terre Haute, but moved here when we were when I was three. Okay. Um Went to Catholic school for 12 years. Right. Uh, went to Northwestern for my undergrad. 
That's right. Uh, undergrad in education, and I uh, got my master's at IU. Right. In social work. Okay. Um, started, got married, yep. started school on wheels. How long have you been married to Clark, your husband? I have been married what? to Clark for 18 years. 18. Congratulations yes, on you. that. True or false, we went to the same high school together for one year. True. That's a true story. That is a true story. We don't remember each other, you though, from freshman, that year. You were freshman. I was a senior. You wouldn't acknowledge the freshman. Yeah. Let alone the dorky freshman like I was. Well, but, you know, when you got a little bit older, the dorky kind of became cute. So <laughs> then I took your phone call, and here and we then, are for the and, second time. <laughs> <laughs> I have embraced my dorkiness for years, yes, and thank you. Okay, so, you know, obviously your philanthropy is why we're here. Um, you mentioned last week, and I'm going to go back to our unrecorded conversation. Okay. Your mom played a pretty big role in, in how your vision shaped out. Yeah, absolutely. Is that fair? I, I think that's fair. Okay. I, um, I just, I just remember as a kid that my mom was always involved in doing things. Right. But she, and she did kind of. She was a, a bit of an, you know organizer and involved mm -hmm. in church and school, but she also, you know, was was what we kind of call in the business direct service. Right. So she really believed in, you know, don't just collect the donations at Thanksgiving, yep. take them to the family, mm -hmm. you know, don't just adopt a family at Christmas, yep. actually, you know, meet them and, and talk to them and, and wish them well. So I think that really just impacted my view of philanthropy as something that was, you know, about getting to know people. Yeah. Um, meeting them where they are right. and not really being a do-gooder, but just being a companion. And that's a, a lot, I think, of what we do here at School on Wheels. That's awesome. Your mom sounds like a remarkable person. She is. She's still around. That's excellent. Yeah. Is she local, too? She is she... a snowbird. Okay. So she's local when the yeah <laughs> when the weather's nice. I don't blame her. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, we should all we should all think about that. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. especially on a day like today. <laughs> it is getting cold. Okay, so um, well, that's great. And your so your mom really kind of showed you um, what philanthropy looked like, but not and a lot of uh, a lot of people that give back, so to speak. It's it can be fairly self serving, myself included. It does make you feel good. Right? It does. Your mom had a little... And there's nothing wrong with there's that. There's nothing wrong with that. But your mom had a little bit of a different approach, which is don't just write a check, right? Right. right. Let's, go, let's go a little bit further here. Mm -hmm. Let's be more impactful, mm -hmm. which brings us to what you do here. So School on Wheels, for those... Most of my 14 listeners are probably local, right? Right. But for those who may be listening that aren't familiar, mm -hmm. tell us about you know how this started, your vision, and how you measure success here in the community. So, School on Wheels, our, you know, our goal, our, our big, huge goal mm -hmm. is to end homelessness, and we do that through education. Right. So, we work with kids kindergarten through 12th grade who are homeless. Mm -hmm. And um, we, those kids are in school during the day. Right. We work with them. We tutor them. One-on-one uh, -on -one tutoring. We help parents navigate the school system. We yeah. help kids get enrolled in school. Um, and we really look at all of the kind of all of the things that you and I do yeah. for our own kids, how we advocate for them, how we help them through the system. Right. Um, and, and we really work with our parents to help them, yeah. you know, navigate some of the, yeah. the, the educational waters. And, you know, I have a master's degree right? and I've been doing this for a long time and 
I, as a parent, sure. have trouble with that sometimes. Yeah. So if I didn't have an, a degree or an advanced degree mm-hmm. and, you know, I was raising kids and I didn't have a house, yeah. like I just can't imagine um, the, yeah. the strength and resiliency that our yeah. parents have. And as certainly our, our kids as well. You touched on that last week. I hate to keep drawing on a conversation that no one will ever hear, <laughs> but it was. It, but it, I learned a lot from that. And you realize, you know, as a father, as a mother, you know, sitting down and helping your kids with uh, with their homework and and laundry and activities seems challenging and overwhelming at times. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you did that, um, if you couldn't even get to that point because the basics were such a challenge, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So your work here is is founded, if that's fair, in education, but really it's more comprehensive than that. So sometimes it's getting kids or families from A to B, right? Right, just right. to get in a position to do those basics. Exactly, okay. exactly. And I think that um, I, I think that School on Wheels was kind of the perfect marriage for me between my two degrees. So education and social work. So, um, you know, I'm an educator for sure. And I believe in the power of education, but I also believe that the social worker in me looks at the strengths that our families have. Um, and you know, I like to say that every single one of us is born with ability, but we're not all born with opportunity. Sometimes it's bad luck. It's just bad luck. Right. And so, you know, so we look at that and we say all of our kids have abilities, but they don't have the same opportunities that your kids have and my kids have. Absolutely. So that's where School on Wheels comes in and says you have abilities and we're going to help you realize your potential. We're going to, you know... There, identify obstacles, break yeah. down barriers, whatever it takes yeah. to make sure that, you know, our School on Wheels kids yeah. have every opportunity that their housed, you know, mm-hmm. peers have. Yeah. And it's it's more complex yeah. than you would think. I feel like there's a, not to go political, but on I feel like there is a real, not hatred, but there's almost a, a prejudice against poor people in our country or people that just right. don't and when you talk about kids mm-hmm. like there are some adults that need to get it together right right let's face it but when you talk about kids they don't have a choice to your point you don't pick where you grow up no you don't pick who your parents are no. so the work to get them to at least you're not talking about giving everyone a mercedes-benz you're talking about giving a kid an opportunity to, to change put him their or herself. future, right? right? So I think it's easy for people to say, oh, they just need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Right. But the people who say pull themselves up by their bootstraps had parents who paid to send them to college. Right. And when life sent them, you know, difficulties and speed bumps and tragedies, yeah. they had friends and family that, you know, were their safety net. Yes. So the school and wheels families, there is no safety net. Right. So you know, it's it's it, but people like to like to do a we and a they mm-hmm. because it makes them feel more comfortable mm-hmm. with the fact they're uncomfortable. And right. so I think that school on wheels provides a very real service for our families. Yeah. It provides a very real service for our donors and for our volunteers to say. Yeah. Come meet our kids. Come right. see our parents. And what you'll find out is yeah. that we're more alike than different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And that's a very powerful thing that happens, and yeah. it's an experience. It's yeah. not a conversation. Yeah. It's not something that you can read. It's right. an experience where, you know, it's a human connection, and mm. that's what we do with our families. That's what we do with our volunteers, yeah. and that's how change happens. Right. I mean, very well said. Speaking of tutoring um, versus other aspects of what you do, uh, Sally Benley, again, my guest today from School on Wheels. At School on Wheels, you can tutor, you can volunteer your time to help educate, I mean, literally keep a kid on track with his or her schoolwork during uh, a period of uh, challenge, right? Right. Or you can donate money. Right. Always a good thing, Always right? Always a good thing. Which can be used for some of these other things. So talk about some of the intangibles where... You know, if somebody's donating a buck out there, mm -hmm. you, you obviously welcome people donating their time as tutors and educators. For sure. But if you don't necessarily want or can do that, where does the money go? If somebody gives a dollar to School on Wheels, you're going to use it for what other parts? Okay. So um, there's kind of the tangible pieces, which yeah. is backpacks, school supplies, okay. uniforms, yep. all of the things that kids have to have yeah. to walk into the classroom, okay. right? Um, and then we have the kind of um, the, the curriculum. Right. So there's a huge piece. We have iPads. We have um, multi-sensory curriculum for that's aligned with Indiana State standards oh, for good. kindergarten through 12th grade. Okay. So that is you know helping kids stay on track, helping them move forward, helping right. them catch up, whatever it is. Yeah. You know we're in the business of education, so we need to make sure that we're doing that. Right. Um, we have, you know, a lot of staff members that are mm -hmm. working very closely with families to make sure that their kids are enrolled in the school of their choice. Right. Um, we have to navigate transportation. Yes. So kids may go to a charter school that doesn't have transportation. So we work with Indigo to get bus yeah. passes. Yep. Or So there's a lot of that um, kind of educational support yeah. um, that comes at a cost. I mean, it sounds like a huge cost. You talked last week with me about the overall cost. Now, how many homeless kids at any time in Indianapolis? This blows my mind. Okay, so, you know, over the course of a year, there's, yeah. in Marion County, 5,000 kids who are homeless. Which just tears at my it's gut. It's a big number. And I want, if we had more time, like, how does that happen? I mean, I, 5,000. So, to impact this many kids just to what you're doing to keep them on track, it's very expensive. It's very expensive. And I can't think of right. anything, not because I'm sitting here with you, I can't think of anything that could be more impactful for our cities, not just for those families, but for all of us, right. to help get those 5,000 on track right. when they need a little bit of an extra boost. And right? we, yeah, right now we've got 180 kids okay. um, that we see like a month. Right, yeah. active kids that we see a month. Okay. And they hail from over 100 different schools. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a lot to juggle. That's a lot, and that's a lot of work for our staff because yeah. when kids enter our program, we are reaching out to their teachers and saying, yeah. little Johnny yep. is, you know, in the School on Wheels program, what does he need to be working on? Right. What, you know, do you... Do you think there's anything going on educationally yeah. that we need to focus on? Yeah. You know, what are you seeing? And we're here to support you, and we're here to work with you to make sure that little Johnny is successful. Right. So, yeah. you know, that's, you know, that it takes 22 staff members, but it also mm. takes 400 volunteers. It's amazing. Yeah. But you could use more. 
We now, could use more. Yes, we've had a, a pretty huge surge in our program growth this year. So, which is good, but also rec- that's because there's such a need. There's such a need. Yeah. There's such a need. How do you give money and time? Start at your website. Start at the website. Yeah, okay. which is indysow.org. I n d y s o w dot org. Okay. And there's information on homelessness in Indianapolis. There's mm-hmm. information on how to get involved as a okay. volunteer, as a donor. Yep. There's just a little bit more information about you know who we are and what we do. And I think one of the most powerful things that people can do that doesn't cost a cent mm-hmm. is to have a conversation with someone else. Yeah. And inform them that there is a homeless problem in Indianapolis, that it is impacting our littlest residents, and that there are people who are working out there and making their livelihood out of it and volunteering their time to say, these kids who are homeless today, we don't want them to be homeless tomorrow. We want them to be housed. We want them to be... Um, gainfully employed. We want them contributing back to society. We want them to have a family. We want them to have reliable transportation. We want them to really, like, you know, be living their dream. And their dream is not to repeat the cycle of homelessness. Right? Absolutely. That's no one's dream. That's none of our kids when we ask them what their dreams are. That is never what they say. And no one would pick that. No this one is not self-inflicted that. for the kids. of no it, one, These 5,000 kids didn't do anything wrong. No one would say, right. this is what I want. And no parent would say, this is where I want to raise my kids. Right. This is just not what people choose. Don't you think we could start there in our we country? We could totally start there. Just start with the kids we that don't just, have a say? We could just start there. <laughs> We could talk all day about this. Right. Listen, your passion for this. Sally Bentley, Sally Bentley my guest from School on Wheels. The website, again, indysow.org. More information and how to donate. We could talk all day on this because this I'm passionate about this subject, too. And I really thank you for your passion and your hard work. Let's have a little fun. Okay. You notice I keep looking at my phone. Right, because to make I, sure it's recording. Well, I just am really paranoid because there's no. There, I know there's not going to be a third time. There's just this is it for me. Well, I got my T-shirt today, and I didn't you, get I it gave, last week. So, so you're good. Yeah. Right. So there's there's some benefit there. So segueing from maybe the most important subject to something a little bit more lighthearted, yes. right? You know, I like to have a little fun with this. I know you do. And I mixed it up from last I'm week. I'm one of your 14 listeners. You are? Yeah, well, I am. I don't know if I counted you, so let's just kick that up to 15. Well, you started at 13, then got to 14. Now we're at 15. All right. Well, yeah. I embellish. You're, you're right. increasing your popularity by the minute. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I think so. Sally Benley, rapid fire questions. All right, are, are you ready for this? I am ready. There's a couple that on. we did. There's a couple that we didn't. Okay. Most famous person you've ever shaken hands with. Ooh. And you know some. Um. Don't talk about the one I'm going to ask you about in a minute, though. Not him. No football players. Okay. Go outside of football. Okay, right. so then I would have to say... <laughs> uh, this is a good one because you seem a tad stumped. I do. I love it. I do. So when I was a kid, yeah. I met Jack Nicholson. That's huge. So there's going to be a fair amount of listeners that probably don't know who he Shame is. Shame on them. But yes. as a kid, I remember seeing him in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Sure, and The Shining. Yeah, and right. Hopefully not as a right, kid. Right, right. Yeah. And so that was pretty fascinating because he was super normal. Like, I mean, really? I, yeah, I sat next to him and we ate lunch. I was skiing, and, you know, there was, like, the, like, the long cafeteria tables, yeah. and there was, like... 
you know, I was with my dad. Jack yeah, I was with my dad, and we were like, he's like, go find a spot. Like, we can't sit together. And I sat down, and I looked over, and this guy's like, hey, how are you? I'm Jack. I was like, oh, hey, Jack. Oh, my gosh. And then I'm like, I think I know you. Right. Yeah. That, that is kind of cool. That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing that he was somewhat normal. Right. Because he wouldn't picture. Well, I was like a 10-year-old kid, and he's like, oh, hi, yeah, whatever. Good, like, you good know. for him. Yeah. All so right, we'll accept that answer. All right. Now, your buddies with uh, a former quarterback for the Colts. Fill in the blank. Peyton Manning is... I stumped you again. Well, I know because I'm. I want to say yeah. that he's just an average guy, right? But I mean that in sure. the absolutely most positive light Got that it. there is. I think he's a knock around guy. People tend to see you know famous athletes or yeah. movie stars yeah. and as you know being on this pedestal and not being real or not being relatable. Right. And certainly there are people who are like that. Yeah. I just found in my. Uh, Peyton had done an event for us, yep. did some great th- activities with our kids, and I just felt like he was just su- such an average, normal, approachable yeah. guy. And That's he called great. me and he said, hey, here's my cell phone. Right. Give me a call back. We'll talk about all this stuff. Yeah, and he did. Called me ma'am. <laughs> um, but really just super yeah. caring, yeah. but just so normal and yeah. so easy to connect to. Awesome. Um, it, it was fabulous. I was at that what event. A, what a great, great impact yes. he had for many, many years in this city. And, and still he has is. a great following, and he should. No kidding. I was at the, the event that you did. Yeah. He killed it. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Um, and my favorite part of that, I was talking to somebody on your team, and to your point, I was like, how did you get Peyton? And they're like, Sally called him. He said, sure, I'll be there. They hung up, and he was there. There was no in-between. No. He's like a guy that put something in his calendar, and then he showed up. And he said, uh, said, I'll be there, but I have to. He he said two things. He said, one, I have to do something with your kids. Yeah. I want to spend time with your kids because I don't want to just come in. I really want to connect to these kids, and I want to thank them for their hard work in school. And nobody knew about that. Right? And no one knew about it. There was no press. He said there is to be absolutely no press because he's not doing this for PR. He's doing this because it's the right thing to do. So that was one of his um, requirements. The other requirement is that I needed to find somebody that would be at the event. That's right. Okay. That he said was... Like deserving of being there because yep. they had a knowledge base. And that person and was? It was Mitch Daniels. Our former governor. Yes. Former presidential candidate. So, yeah. So he almost. So he said, I said, well, he said, well, I, people aren't going to come to see me because I'm a football player. <laughs> Which he's wrong about. Right. right. He's totally wrong. <laughs> um, he's not a football player. I'm not yeah. an educator. Right. And so I can't. I can't talk about yeah. education. I think you guys are great, but you need to bring somebody in who's actually going to talk yeah. about education because people need to learn about how important it is. Sure. And so Mitch Daniels came in yep. and spoke I about remember. his time in the governor's office and his yeah. time as an ed, you know in education at Purdue, and you know it was kind of the dream team, truthfully. Well, so Peyton is somewhat self-aware, which right. a lot of stars aren't. Right. Um, he's wrong though because I met Mitch Daniels in line for. For wine, right. which is usually where you can find me. Right, me too. And I was excited to meet him, but I really wanted to meet Peyton. By the way, the third thing that you didn't address is I was told repeatedly, repeatedly by your staff, do not approach Mr. Manning and bother him during dinner. <laughs> I had at least seven warnings 
from the School on Wheels You're team. Like, just let him eat his meal. They spotted me as a fanboy a mile away. That's right. Well, the funny thing about Mitch is is that <laughs> I couldn't find him. Like, I was supposed well, to meet him. Well, he's not a big man. He's right. very short. He's not hard to, yeah. right. And I couldn't find him, and I was looking everywhere, and I'm like, right. on the walkie-talkies, has anybody seen Mitch? Has anybody seen Mitch? <laughs> And I couldn't find them. And all of a sudden, someone's like, I see him. He's in line to get his name tag. So I okay. went over, and I was like, Mitch, hi. Right, I'm like, right. what are you doing? I have your name tag. Right. And he's like. You're the governor. Right, right. <laughs> and he said, he said, well, I got in, and, like, everyone was going to the line. And he's yeah. like, I'm just talking to people. And I thought. I love it. I, I was going to let you bypass the line. You're but, again, another totally normal guy. He was just sitting there talking to people, waiting to get his name tag. Hilarious. So, you know. Is it an Indiana thing? We're just Maybe awesome people. It's just an Indiana thing, yeah. Even though Peyton's Indiana. not really an Indiana guy. Yeah. Well, that was a great night, and that's a that was a long. I'm sorry, it's supposed to be rapid fire, but I love that story because that <laughs> night was so much fun. I know it. Really and I learned was. a lot from listening really to Mr. Was. Daniels yeah. and you. You did a great night, oh, a great job you. that night, and seeing Peyton there, and you could tell. He was there for the kids. Oh, yeah. And he was bantering with them, mm-hmm. and he's a sweet guy. Yeah, it was great. It was uh, neat to see. All right, couple more. Undergrad at Northwestern, Masters at Indiana. Mm-hmm. Who do you root for in a national championship matchup? That would have to be Northwestern, and I know that's not going to be popular with that answer listeners. seventeen. That answer surprises <laughs> me. Although most people they stick with their undergrad, so I, I think so. I respect your your you know your uh, loyalty. It'd be real easy to hop on big red train right there. It would there. be very easy, and I'll tell you, I cheer for IU unless they're playing Northwestern. Well, I would hope so. Um, but I also, when I was at Northwestern. Yeah. People didn't know that we even had basketball teams or, fo- or football, football yeah. team, right? I mean, yeah. we were in the Big Ten. Um, it was tough back then. But our teams were not. No. Good they, grief. They never made it anywhere. And, you know, we we went to tailgates, but no one would ever go in. <laughs> like, when I was in college, that was kind of like the hazing for fraternities, as you had to actually go to the football oh game my. and watch the game. <laughs> I mean, they were terrible. And so, was, you know, there's been this great energy yeah. in the, you know, yeah. Northwestern went to the, you know, first time in the dance. And yep. so, um, well, good for you. So I like to cheer for them because I paid my dues and I waited a long time to be able to wear my purple cat hat and be like this is my team I respect you immensely for your answer most people probably get on that bandwagon I'm sure you would agree would you rather be able now this one makes me chuckle I changed it a little bit but I'm still trying not to laugh you chuckle quite a bit I'm a chuckly guy especially when I'm (laughs) caffeinated would you rather be would you rather be able to fly like Superman, okay. not in a plane, but yourself, okay. like with wings, okay. or speak with animals. <laughs> I don't know, you, Sal. I don't, I don't, I don't know I what's don't wrong know where with these me. Come from. I don't know um, what's wrong with me. I would probably, but we need you to answer the question. I think I would rather be able to fly. Again, last week you didn't take the animal bait I either. I didn't take the animal bait. You said you'd rather speak every language in the world know, than think, converse with a dog. Think if I could fly. I get it. But think, think about could, how much more efficient your life could be. You could get places faster. You're thinking you know, like I an had adult. Foot surgery. Right. And I, you know, walking was very painful, but flying probably would be okay. You're thinking like an adult who wants to do good things. I'm thinking like I'm if thinking I could talk to my bulldog. I'm thinking efficiency. I'm thinking I want to know what Walter has to say. Right. And Charlotte, our cute orange cat from the Humane Society, I would like to know what she has to say, but I can I think I can probably figure it out. 
I'm hungry. You guys are being loud and interrupting my nap. Oh I mean, my. I think that I do talk to her. And I'm, I'm going to sure. email you an either or with talking to animals every day until mm, you answer mm, the right mm, way. Mm-hmm. Cabernet or Chardonnay? Chardonnay. We are no longer friends. <laughs> I don't care what you say. We can't split a bottle, right? We cannot split a bottle. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, well unless we, I have a Cabernet, you have a Chardonnay, right. and by then we don't really care. Right, exactly. So we switch. And you can cork it up and take it home most places. So that I usually too. don't have that problem. <laughs> True or false? Putting you on the spot here. Uh-oh. The humble Sally Benley is my guest from School on Wheels. True or false? Indianapolis has a brighter future because of the work you and your team are doing. I'll answer it for you. It's true. That would be true. It is and absolutely true. The reason true. it is true is because you said you and your team. I threw so the team in. Not it's it's not something that one person could ever do alone. Well, you need the glue. You're the glue. Well, you keep it together I'll here. Try to keep it together. Sally, all jokes aside, the work here that you're doing, I would put up against anything anyone else is doing as far as impacting our great city. I love Indianapolis. I was an IPS kid, and I I knew kids that needed help like you're giving. Mm -hmm. So personally, I want to say thank you, and on behalf of everybody that loves our city, thank you. Please keep rocking and rolling the way you are. Thank you. Also, please consider a career following Mitch Daniels' path. (laughs) I think you'd be awesome, and I'll put your sign in my yard Uh. in my (laughs) cul-de-sac. All right, donate, donate time, money, or like you said, Sally, just uh, just read a bit, talk to people about right, this, right? Right. org. Time, money, or just awareness. All those mm-hmm. things. All are those things are important. Welcome and, and important. Absolutely. Do it, Sally. I think you'd agree. There's interesting people all around us. Sure. You're one of them. You're more interesting than most. Thank you again for letting me read. I'm so scared now to hit stop <laughs> and delete this. Thank you so much. I think so we much. got it. I think we got it. Thanks for giving me another chance. Absolutely. I promise not to come back. It was my pleasure. For a third time. Sally Benley, thank you. Phil and Social, that's P-H-I-L-A-N, Social on Facebook. Uh, check this podcast out. Share, comment, like, criticize. I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. But get involved in some way. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. You need to stop it. You need to end recording.